Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following is a presentation of Morning Drive Media. As Obi-Wan Kenobi once said, hello there, and welcome to Databank Brawl, the podcast where we learn about Star Wars characters, discuss them, discuss our feelings about them, describe what they look like, and then make them fight for our amusement. With me here is always, except for that one time, Ken Knapsack. We are back. I'm excited as I always start the show, and then at the end of the show, I'm, I'm emotionally torn, conflicted. <laughs> Hurt, confused. <laughs> I love databank bro. Every episode is like a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. In, in uh, <laughs> just like relationships, I erased myself. I, this is the first time I forgot to introduce myself before I introduced you. Hey, hey, it's me. I'm on uh, the show. I'm your host. My name is Joseph Scrimshaw. But more importantly, Ken Napsock is here. <laughs> As always, except for that one time, we had an epic episode last mm. episode. Uh, we had uh, we took some fan oh, fan suggestions. Man. They went full Phantom Menace. 
<laughs> which is a dangerous thing. It's dangerous to go full Phantom Menace, but uh, our listeners did. We had an epic episode, so we're going to get back into uh, more weird characters. Weird characters, smaller okay. characters, characters who maybe don't belong together, mm-hmm. but are indeed going to fight, as is the way oh, of those Databank are, those Brawl. Are, those are sometimes the hardest ones in a good way for me I know. to figure out. I know. I think this is one is going to represent a challenge. Okay. When we get to where they're fighting, might be a little bit of a challenge. We'll Bring, see. Bringing it up here. But our first contestant is someone that I wanted to have in here for a long time, but I had to wait. Okay. Because we've had a similar character, and I wanted to give enough distance to that similar uh, okay. character before we got to this character. But our first combatant is Sim Alu. Here's what StarWars.com databank has to say about Sim Alu. Sim Alu was a skeletal-looking human clad in flowing purple robes and wore an impressive hat. <laughs> he served as one of Emperor Palpatine's closest advisors during the time of the Galactic Empire. He traveled with the Emperor to the second Death Star to oversee the final stages of its construction over Endor. Mm-hmm. Presumably, he was still aboard when the Death Star was destroyed by the Rebellion. Oh, boy. Yeah. So uh, we had Janice Grijadis. Yep. The other, what used to be known to us as Imperial mm-hmm. Dignitaries. Right. Back in action figure days. Uh, we've, we've had Janice Grijadis on. Yeah. Early in the run of Databank Brawl. And I wanted to get Sim Alu because, A, what a great dumb name. <laughs> Sim Alu. That's, that two is O's. kind of a great Star Wars name. A great Star Wars name. Yeah. No apostrophes. But still, mm-hmm. Sim Alu. And their actual descriptions, even though there's really nothing, I, I think there's very little in canon, certainly right. very little on screen in Return of the Jedi, yeah. to distinguish these two characters. They do have different distinct entries in databank.com. Yeah. And uh, Sim Alu has a distinction of being described as skeletal mm. and <laughs> that he wore an impressive hat. <laughs> so just on that alone, wearing an yeah. impressive hat, I knew he had to fight in the databank brawl. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got on Wikipedia about uh, Sim Alu? You know, they they don't give a height, which is uh, troubling. Looks um, because they can't figure yeah. it out with his hat. Yeah, they can't. The hat, yeah, with the hat. Um, yeah, human, uh, human, uh, male, eye color blue, light. I mean, we don't know. We don't know where this guy Pasty came ass from. Pasty ass right? We, yeah, we don't know. Uh, you know, there's just nothing. I'm looking. I'm digging. Uh, <laughs> Alu walked around like a god on his home world. I don't know what? where that really is. This in canon? Or are you in? I'm in the canon. Uh, <laughs> in canon, he walked around on his world as yeah, a god. Yeah. Okay. Um, wow. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm digging, digging. That that. God thing comes from the, a book, Return of the Jedi, Beware of the Power of the Dark Side. Maybe we need to pick up that book. All right. Um, I think we've maybe... Is that a, like, young reader uh, version? Mm, I feel like we've encountered that before in our podcast might, adventures. Might have been. There's so many... Yeah. Is it? Yes, it is. Yes, you know what it is? Because I think that's where you get the... Uh, where we talked about 3PO tells the story on Endor to the Ewoks and yeah. includes Ahsoka Tano and, and a, a reference to Ezra Bridger, possibly. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. okay. We so need we, to pick up yeah, this book. Yeah, we need, we need to do a special episode where we just yeah. read that book aloud. Yeah, absolutely. And Ian, uh, Ian McKegg is the illustrator of the book, one of the men oh, wow. who, who desi- designed Darth Maul. Actually. Yeah. So, uh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, so it doesn't have a lot to him. Um, uh, height-wise, I think he's of average height. I'm looking at the picture looks like he might have been a little taller than Grigiatis. um <laughs> he's got that par- purple robe and like the red uh, uh, p- b- billowy shirt and that impressive hat believe me very impressive. impressive yeah facially he's very skeletal pale circles under his eyes he is reminiscent to me uh, upon really looking at him closely here on this picture to Piet Pri from uh, Game of Thrones who was one of the warlocks in the oh. city of Karth um, you know come to the house of the undying that guy oh okay um, so he's like he's gaunt and ghostly yes yeah very very similar they could have uh, if it's a shared universe they could be related <laughs> um, so alright that is uh, that is Sim Alu okay so we've talked before when we when we just mm-hmm. when Janice Green Janice fought that you're a fan of the Imperial Dignitaries. Yes. 
You've long been mystified by them. Yes. They appear to be getting fleshed out in Chuck Wendig's Aftermath trilogy. Right, 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 right. They're hanging around saying, yeah, actually, the Emperor wanted you to do all this weird mystical research of the dark side mm-hmm. BS. So so we know that they have a little something, a little something of the dark side to them. Right. They have his ear. They have his ear. And they are maybe acolytes of the dark side, not acolytes of the beyond. Oh, right. Or maybe they are. Who knows? Yeah. But definitely, the, it's it's fun to think about these characters because they might fill out some canon of yeah. people who are aware that Palpatine definitely is a Sith and definitely. wanting to explore what the dark side is. Right. You have any other thoughts about Simalu? Um, other than uh, I'm definitely glad that that name will never <laughs> leave my mind. It was in and out of my of my brain, but it's now it's there for good. Um, yep, same like you said. I've always kind of liked the dignitaries because it's been mis- mysterious even as a kid. It was like. Well, who's standing with him? We never address those guys. Who are those sickly weirdos? But they seem to be trusted by this big bad guy. So yeah. that, that's always intriguing to me. The men behind the men of, in, in, in dastardly power. It's it's scary to think of, and, and we have that here in Star Wars with these yeah. guys. Yeah, so uh, just going back to the databank actual entry saying he yeah. uh, was a close advisor. Yeah. So he's not a fanboy. He's not just there to say, you made a great decision, Palpatine. He's, right. he's there to actually go like... Right. Actually, maybe, maybe if you just uh, allowed Skywalker to land, he would right. be attracted to his father. I mean, like, yeah, what level of advisor? Or is it like, hey, yeah, you know what? Let all those Bothans learn some stuff. Let them communicate right. it and then kill them. Like, is it tactical or is it like more force-based advising they're giving the Emperor? Absolutely. And then it makes me wonder when, Emperor, when the Emperor says things like everything is going as I have foreseen. If like Sim and Janice are in the corner like, well, I mean, we kind of told them. <laughs> right. Let's everything is happening here. according to my design. Yeah. Yeah. Or I mean, technically, it was technically. Sim Alu's design. Yeah. He had, and Janice kind of reworked it in the <laughs> second draft. But, you know. but that's clunky to say, <laughs> my apprentice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so uh, interesting, interesting yeah. mysteries. Are there any quotes, even in the wilds of non-canon Wikipedia for um, Simalu? For Simalu, they're, they're, uh, give me a second to find that out here, but I don't think so. Um, he is not a very quotable person. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so his quote is ellipsis. Who knows? <laughs> Excellent. All right, so... Oh, oh, but, but, oh yeah. But in Legends, his home world is Coruscant. Ooh, interesting. In Legends. In Legends. But pretty, I think that's pretty... Uh, we can possible. maybe uh, include that yeah. in our thoughts. I like that. Yeah. All right. He is going to fight someone who we have been much more recently introduced to. And Simalu was mm-hmm. kind of an action figure back in the day because there was mm-hmm. just the ambiguous Imperial Dignitary, and right. we will never know if that action figure was Simalu <laughs> or Janice Grichaditz. We'll never know. Well, who knows? I, everything is knowable. We'll, yeah. we'll tweet Steve Stansweet, and I'm sure he will tell us. <laughs> but there is an action figure of this next character. Oh, perhaps mm-hmm. the, one of the more controversial action figures of Star Wars Rogue One, a Star Wars story, mm-hmm. and that is... Imperial Ground Crew. I so love that StarWars.com databank has an, an entry for him, and there's already an action figure. But they got they got him, but not... Not Admiral Raddus. They have Imperial Ground Crew, okay. but not Admiral Raddus. Right. That's right. Right. Anyway... Is, we'll get back to that. Is that because, I mean, it's got to be because Jin dresses is what, right? I think so. I think that's what all the prominence is about. We, we, okay. we'll, we can chat more about that. But here's the StarWars.com databank entry about the Imperial ground crew. Right, right. Imperial installations, whether space-bound or ground-based, buzz with activity in vehicular traffic. Skilled ground crews sort through this would-be chaos and see to the smooth operation of Imperial craft through regular maintenance. (laughs) So, there was an opportunity on the StarWars.com databank to make the Imperial ground crew more interesting than the Star Wars version of the dudes with the light sticks at the airport. But that is exactly what they are. They are the dudes with the light sticks who aren't even at a rave in the 90s. Wow. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So, uh, uh, action figure wise, a cool design, or action figure wise and yeah. on screen wise, yeah. a cool design. I remember when uh, the first shots came out of Jin dressed as one. I was like, "Well, that's cool." Yeah, this is cool. What is that? What are those the, sticks? Yeah, reminiscent of the Death Star gunner. Yeah, and I yeah. thought the sticks were weapons. Yep. Not to land ships. They're yep. ship landing. They're yeah. they're come over here. Don't go over there. Right. 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 This way. That away. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I like the design. I like, you know, I like Imperial designs. The, yeah. the Empire's got some cool cool uniforms and stuff, so I, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Can you give a description? Do you, do you have yeah. it pulled up, what the, what the design is? If you're uh, familiar with, like, say, a Death Star gunner, it's all black, uh, black over black, as they would say in uh, describing a suspect. Uh, black over black, shirt over pants. Uh, you got a utility belt that's got the silver big buckle. You got the chest plate, not quite armor, probably functional, um, and the helmet that we know, thanks to Jin, can pop up, and you can take yeah. the visor on and off. Gloves. Um, and I got scared. Imagine I took it as kind of a hotter, humid environment. Yeah, it's got to be a tough outfit to wear out there. Yeah, um, bacon under the sun. Bacon under there. That maybe that's why that eye vo- the the visor can pop up and you yeah. can breathe a little bit. Let the sweat out. And those uh, those two landing sticks, as it were, uh, also referred to as imperial technicians. Uh. Um, the one specific that Jin disguised herself as was uh, named Kent Deasling. What? He doesn't even have a like a number? No, no, no number. There's and no way that's legends because this is all <laughs> this canon. This is now. all canon. Yeah, it's got to be from um it's from the Ultimate Visual Guide. Okay. Yeah. Kent, his name is that that guy's name is Kent. Kent Deasling. I'd love to find out where Pablo got that name from. Okay, well, it's, this is not Kent Deasling. This is a random Correct. Imperial Correct. ground crew. We can Now that we know they're not named T7-something or TK <laughs> or TD-something, we, uh, we can name this, this Imperial ground crew person yeah. whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, how did you... So you, you were... You like the visual. Yeah. When... I know you, you don't collect like the three and three quarter just straightforward action figures as right, much. Right. But when you saw like here's one of their front their first out of the gate entries, Imperial Ground Crew, were you like, what? Um no, no, I gotta say honestly no. Um it wasn't like a constable Zuvio situation. Yeah. Well to be fair, Zuvio, the joke, you know, we, it's a joke now, but at the time it was like, oh cool, who's that in the movie? Great design, um, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, because uh, you know, I I, I the they're always going to release uh, flame troopers and uh, shore troopers, uh, black series figures and all that stuff. So it was like, oh, yeah. cool, it's, it's just part of it. I don't really collect those. I, uh, yeah. In all my years of collecting, I haven't been one of those build your own army type of guys. Okay. You know, I'm yeah. sorry, Mike Black, but I'm just not. <laughs> yeah. When, when I first saw them, before I realized, oh, that's what Jin dresses up as, that's mm-hmm. what the cool sticks are. Because when you look at just the three and three quarter action figure, I, I think the sticks are like, you know, down in. The packaging, yes. not on the back, yes, to make that cool look. Yeah, I was like Imperial Ground Crew. Wow, <laughs> this these are just these are these are technicians. These, are, these technicians. are yeah. I mean, that's you. We are one step away from Imperial data entry. <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. Fair enough, but yeah, it is a it is a yeah, great design. And looking at that figure packaging, you're right. It literally, it's yep. It's like nope. There's the landing sticks. Yeah, and it's not even like landing adventure guy or yeah. anything to make it sound. It's this Imperial ground crew. Yeah, they load the hot meals on the shuttles. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's very pedestrian in a way. Wow. Uh, but yeah, the, it's cool that Jin dresses up as one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it uh, really great, I would say, for Rogue One that they went with a different armor for the uh, the dressing up as Imperials, which you know is a staple of Star Wars at this point. Right, great to have her not just in stormtrooper armor. Yeah, I like that. Any other thoughts about Imperial ground crew? No, other than I am wondering how the hell we're gonna have them fight. Wondering, but yep, let's do it. Let's find out together as they fight. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. So, as always, we want to figure out where and when is the fight. I think the where, in general, mm-hmm. is a landing strip. <laughs> Definitely. Where this landing strip is... Yeah. Who knows? But uh, we certainly have a relationship here. Sometimes we have to force characters together in an odd yeah. way. But Simalu is part of the Empire. Yep. He might want to land somewhere. Yep. He might be directed by an Imperial ground crew member. You would think. Yep. Mm-hmm. So where in all of the Empire, all of the galaxy, might this be happening? I think, and we're going to incorporate a theory. Ooh. A Star Wars theory. Not proven true. We don't know if this is the actual thing, so you're going to take this journey with us. I think this is on a very early, I won't say rudimentary, because the Empire doesn't do rudimentary bases, but I think this is post-Jedi. Oh. Maybe not quite the Battle of Jakku. Oh. But um, that's about a year, year and a half, I think, between the two, if I'm I'm remembering my new canon correctly. Um, uh, I think it is on Ilum. Oh, that's juicy. I like that because a lot. I am one of the people that believes Ilum is Starkiller Base. Oh, really? Or might have been Starkiller Base. Right, because if you want to turn a planet into a giant weapon, mm-hmm. and you already know that kyber crystals power weapons, mm-hmm. why not go to a planet full of kyber crystals? Full of kyber crystals. If you look on some of those maps, Ilum is where... In a roundabout sort of way, where Starkiller Base is listed on some maps now. Oh, nice. I um, like this a lot. Ilum is canon, of course, seen in Clone Wars. We know it's a real planet. We know it's important to the Jedi, which means at some point it would have been important to the Imperials. And as the Imperials gave way to the First Order. That's right. something about that planet. Yeah, yeah. And I think they would send... Some impressive imperial dignitaries to check okay. out. So you think that Simalu mm-hmm. made it off the second Death Star. <laughs> and he decided, okay, well, I know the Emperor, you know, he was all about the Kyber Crystals. There's more mysteries to be unlocked. There's more power to be unlocked. Yeah. I'm going to head to, it's because you wanted this post-Jedi, right? Yep, post-Jedi. Okay, so yeah. So, all right, I, I like this. We're I like this. Because I like, I like sometimes questioning. Uh-huh. 
the data bank. And the data bank does not say he did die. It said he presumably was still aboard when the Death Star was destroyed. Presumably. But maybe he was like, hey, Janice, my mm-hmm. hat's more impressive. See ya. See ya. And Wouldn't want to be ya. Exactly. And he, uh, maybe he jumped on a Lambda shuttle. Yeah. And he got out of there. Yeah. And several months later. Yeah. He's checking out. Uh, we had this whole process going on in him. We were digging up all those crystals. We were uh, experimenting with different ways to power them, different sort of ideas from the Death Star, but similar. I'm going to head there. Yeah. And uh, I want to believe that most people on Ilum defected. It's a cold world. Yeah. It is not a fun world to be. It is probably filled with weird sort of force artifacts. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe even possibly there are somehow like spirits there. Oh, yeah. Dark side, light side. It's probably a creepy place to be if you're just a normal Imperial. Right. So I think a lot of people have fled as they've heard rumors. Right. But there is one very loyal Imperial. They uh, take great pride in their job of being an Imperial ground crew. Right. And yeah, work is work. Work is work. And I think they have a name. Yeah. And I think their first name is Zax. <laughs> Love it. What do you think their second name is? Uh, their second name is, um, uh, the second name is uh, Landrider. <laughs> so it's Zax mm-hmm. Landrider. Yeah. Imperial ground crew. Right. Always, Zax was kind of bummed out that. Uh, he didn't live up to how cool his name is. It's like, Zach's Landrider. I should matter in the galaxy. Right. But instead, I'm just helping ships land on one of the coldest planets in the galaxy. I'm doing it and doing it, but this is all, this is all I got. Yep. Just all through the snow. Uh, you know, and it gets snowy on Ilum. Uh, Real snowy. It is described as an Arctic planet located in the unknown regions. In the unknown regions, but... No matter how snowy or cold it gets, his glowing sticks will help are, ships land. Or a beacon of hope for <laughs> those beacon of hope. needing to land. So, Sim Alu mm-hmm. is flying into Ilum, yeah. thinking, I, I know that the Emperor had some kind of plan here, and I'm going to make it happen. Right. Once in for all. Yeah. And as soon as he gets into the atmosphere... There's storms. Mm-hmm. Everything is messed up. I'm mm-hmm. from Minnesota. I yeah. know how bad it is. It's yeah. terrible. If Minnesota was a planet, yeah. that's Ilum. Yeah. Terrifying. Yep. Uh, so Sim Alu is, is not going to land. And then suddenly he sees two tiny beacons, staffs of hope. Hope staffs. Hope staffs. If you will. The hope staffs of Zach's Landrider. Beckoning him yeah. to a safe strip to land, waving him in, and so the Sims uh, ship starting to land. Yeah, there is a gust of Ilum wind. Um, there's a storm of brewing. I mean, the planet's bad enough, but it's hitting, and the ship kind of jolts. And as it lands, it kind of crashes, just comes stumbling out. Not bad, not bad. Just imagine if you you parked your car, parallel parked and you hit the curb wrong, and maybe you went up on the curb or yeah. something like that. Zach's Landrider Imperial yeah. Ground Crew could not have done his job better, but it's right. skids, it's skids, it's skids, and and of course Zach's is like ah, he radios the control, and and we got a we got a bad landing, bad landing, bad landing, and, he, and he's the first on scene. Yeah, the ship, the door kind of opens up, stuck a little bit. They gotta like, gotta like, they gotta the, the icy it, hot yeah. freeze, the, <laughs> yeah. the spray that you have spray. to put on your locks in the Midwest. Yeah, and other cold places yep. to unlock them. Yep. Um, but before they can kind of get, Similu comes like crawling out. Oh, so Similu. Oh, I think yeah, I think he fell down. I think. Mm-hmm. No one saw this, but his impressive hat fell off. Oh, yeah. And he was deeply offended. He had yeah. to put his impressive hat back on. Yeah. He's got, like, four strands of hair. <laughs> so his hair is yeah. all akimbo, all, all unkempt. Akimbo. So he's plastered his impressive hat back on, back but he's on. got a bunch of weird hairs sticking out. Yeah. Right. Okay. So uh, he comes marching down. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I think he is going to berate Zack's Landrider. Absolutely. So what does he say? No hesitation just comes up. Who are you? Because you made me crash. This ship is... I trust you to get this ship in, and this is what you do. You have landing sticks. Use them correctly. So, so I think Zax is... He's had, he's had a lot to put up with. So I think he demonstrates that he did do it correctly. And he's like, hey, uh, sir, 
I recognize you as one of the emperor's closest advisors. Yep. We're we're told of the important people. Yeah, I gave you the best landing I could. He demonstrates with his sticks. It's almost like he's even a cheerleader with the efficiency, right. with the limbs. How much right. he demonstrates all the cool things that he did yep. to direct the perfect landing. Yeah. Uh, and as he's doing this in his vehemence, uh, Simulu is like ah, and he brushes him off and walks away. And as Zax is still desperately mm-hmm. demonstrating how good he is, like no, but I did this. He accidentally knocks Simulu's hat off. Oh yes, again, again. This is the second time in moments <laughs> Simulu has been robbed of his impressive hat, and uh, I don't think that's going well. Right. I think there's also something going on in Ilum. Yeah, I think the Empire has been slowly just doing terrible things to the planet. The right. kyber crystals, which are <coughs> right. sentient and alive. I yeah. think there's just, if you're even remotely sensitive to the Force, yeah, there's just bad, bad energy on this planet. Hate, just anger and anger, rage. Yeah. yeah, and everything yeah. is just out of joint, out of place. Yeah. And Simulu is sensitive to this. Yeah. It's so not only do they lose his hat. The planet is just basically like it is a planet of Mondays. Yeah, not to go too Garfield with our Star Wars story, but it just feels off. It's just wrong and upsetting, and it just makes you angry irrationally. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I think Simalu mm-hmm. just turns around. He balls up his fist. Oh wow! Yeah, just in, yeah. I think he hauls off, and he just full punches. The, the Imperial helmet? Ground Crew's helmet. Which helmet. Is, it's not a good idea, is it? No, it's not a good idea. And I imagine he's kind of like a Mr. Burns. <laughs> and I think that fist just kind of rolls up against that helmet. <laughs> and you hear a crack. But it ain't the it helmet. Ain't the helmet. No. Zax doesn't even move. No, he's, he's barely cognizant. And he tries. Zax is like, in this moment, he's angry. He's cold. Yep. He... He was on Scarif, but got moved off for a while. They're like, we need you on this other project. All and his friends died. All his fr- and his friends died on Scarif. He had a cousin on the first Death Star. <laughs> um, and then he, he got promoted, and he, he was supposed to head to the second Death Star. But they're like, look, this thing's not built. We're not quite ready for you. And he met, and his, one of his best friends got sent to Death Star. Oh, no. The second Death Star. And... Um, they're like, look, we need you to go uh, to Ilum. And so he's on Ilum, thinking, number one, he's Mrs. Glory. But then he finds out his best friend's dead on the yeah. other Death Star. There's no glory there, only death. Yeah. And in this moment, in this moment, as he's trying to be, he's like, I'm sorry, sir. I'd like to apologize. Um, no need to hit my helmet again. <laughs> uh, I'm good here, sir. And he kind of resets his helmet yeah. and, um, and, and tries to back away. But I think Sim is not done with him. No, no, not at all. No. I think uh, he uh, Sim has hurt his hand. Yeah, I think it, it kind of rolled off. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he he cracked at least something. Right. In the energy in him is welling. The dark side power, that pain, right, is contributing to his power. And I think he has low level connection to the force. Yeah, he he's maybe a Maz Kanata type of aware of the he's force. He's aware of it. It is a swirling the around will him. Type, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. He knows. Like, he can hear it, but he can't act upon it. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Like, yeah. But I think he he is full of anger, and he he has a moment of insight and realizes somebody backing away from me on a slippery surface mm-hmm. is a great way to attack. Oh yeah. So I think he he plants his other non broken hand right on. Zack's Landrider Imperial Ground Crew's uh, big old chest armor and gives a great big shove. Mm. And I think a viral YouTube video-like embarrassing <laughs> 30 seconds of spinning and spiraling, right. trying to stay up, yeah. happens to Zack's Landrider. Right. This is the most embarrassing. You know, you get that feeling in your gut where I'm going to fall, and then you're yeah. like, nope, I saved myself. Nope, I'm going to fall. Nope, right. I saved myself. Nope, I'm going to fall. And uh, he finally just plants hard on his non-armored ass. <laughs> he has maybe broken his coccyx. Oh, man. His, his ass bone hurts for sure. Yeah. And this, that's it for Zack Slatterrider. Yeah. He's snaps. had it, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's got weapons. <laughs> he does. He's got two landing sticks. They're not just beacons of hope. No, no. And he immediately pops back up. Slips once, falls to a knee. <laughs> <laughs> gets he back takes up a again. knee. 
You hear in the background a, a plaintive cry of, Zach, don't do it. Like some of his other <laughs> friends are like there. Um, and he just starts swinging those landing sticks. Yeah. Flailing. Yeah, so in the meantime, Simalu has, has gone, and he, with his non-broken hand, he has put his impressive hat back on. He turns around to see uh, an, a super angry Imperial Ground Guru mm-hmm. just come flailing at him with those sticks. Uh, and I think he, uh, I think Zax catches uh, Sim right across the shoulder. Right. He just, he spins him. Spins him around. Spins him like a top. Spins him like he's performing in the Nutcracker. Yeah. He's spinning. Yeah. Now, I don't remember from Rogue One, uh-huh. do the Imperial Ground Crew carry blasters? Or do they just have sticks? There's Is that a cruelty of the Empire <laughs> that they do not provide blasters? I don't see one here. Um, it looks, there's definitely nothing on their belt. But I won- I'm wondering if um, there's one down below, kind of like a, a thigh strap. Oh, like a thigh strap. All right. Yeah. Well, but- you know what? We're making up our own cannon. Do you yep. think he has a blaster? Yes, I think he has a tiny scout rifle. Oh, yeah. 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 I so, think that makes some sense to me. So I think he gives a nice whack to the shoulder of Similu. I mean, Similu it's, goes spinning. It's definitely not in the figure, but I think, I think, let's give him one. Okay, so he's, yeah, so Similu goes spinning. Mm-hmm. Now he has a choice. He can keep battering Similu with his sticks, or he can right. go full blaster and just put this old man down. Right, right, right. What I, do you think he does? I think... He pulls it out of the holster. Okay. And drops it. So he and drops the blaster. He, he's, he tries to get it. He, there's a reason he's not a stormtrooper. <laughs> so stormtroopers miss their shot, but Imperial ground crew can't even pick up their blaster. It, even, it, it, it flails and flings and just and it's bouncing in, in the ice. Okay, so he's just really just introduced this. He is almost like uh, like the playwright Chekhov introduced a gun into a play when he should not. Right. Right, and <laughs> Similu sees this and and realizes what could have happened or yeah. was potentially about to happen, and 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 it's, it it really infuriates him. Yeah, yeah. I think Similu goes for a dive. He realizes I'm long and thin. I'm good at gangly. Diving. Yeah, gangly. Yeah. So I think he just launches himself across the ice after that blaster, <laughs> like a little a little purple missile, like a like an old man uh, sl- sliding down a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that before in my life, but I've seen it here. Um, he so yeah, he launches slides. himself. Yeah, yeah. But in in true almost Indiana Jones like fashion. <laughs> Uh, uh, as if it were the beginning of T- Temple of Doom and Club Obi Wan, he he knocks that blaster even farther away. Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! So it goes skidding away, skidding even, away even farther. More. Okay. And I think Zax recovers and is now trying to chase after the blasters. Well. Okay, so he's running after the blaster. Right. right okay. Right. So I think uh, I think Zax uh, is like, no, this is my time to shine. I think he throws one of the sticks. Yeah. And I think he he hits. Similu right in the ass. Right. And he's like, uh, my pain is now your pain. Because he broke his coccyx when he fell, and he, he nails Similu. Mutual coccyx destruction. <laughs> exactly. you got to always have balance. Right. And I think, uh, I think Zach's Landrider Imperial Ground Crew knows at this point, yeah. uh, I was hanging on to my career by a thread. Right. This is all over. If, if yeah. Similu survives mm-hmm. and complains about me to whoever is in charge of the Empire, yeah. they're going to kill me. Yeah. So either way, this guy's just got to die. Right. I think he's on a mission to murder. Right. It's very against... I mean, he's normally about getting people to land safely, and now he wants him... He wants Similu to land safely in the zone of death. Right. <laughs> so I think he... Uh, I think he, he, he stands up on his feet. Uh, he's definitely upright. Okay, so he threw, exactly. he threw the stick, and he, yeah. but he's now... He's, he's, he's better at he's this. He's on his feet. He's getting his footing. And Sim's on the ground just wallowing in coccyx pain. <laughs> and I think, I think uh, uh, Zax picks him up <gasps> as if it was like a, a sandbag he's oh, going to toss okay. in front of a door. Oh, nice, and nice. picks him up. You know, Zax has got some strength. You know, you, you're, when you're waving those landed sticks around, your, your forearms get strong. Oh, you know? yeah. <laughs> so he picks him up, and it's like a, a one and a two and a three, and he slides him even more. Just oh, like, yeah. Right. Oh, I like this. Yeah. I like this. So he throws him even farther. Yeah. And I think Zach at this point realizes, duh, 
this is what I should do. Yeah. I should just get out of here. Yes. And I think he turns and he's, he races as fast as he can mm-hmm. to the shuttle. Yes. To just get out of there. Yeah. And mind you, the other Imperial grounds crew men and the leftover stormtroopers are just staring. You can't see their mouths, but they're agape. Yeah. They don't even know what to think at this they point. Think, yeah, they think they're watching a funny hollow vid. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. yeah the yeah. galaxy's funniest hollow vids they think they're watching. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy. All right. So, so uh, Zach's Landrider is running for the ship. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I think he. I think he gets on the ship. He's he gets to the ship. Yeah. Get, yeah. He's he's approaching the, he's the, the ramp. The I, ramp, which is kind of broken and half. You know, the ship's not destroyed. Again, it just no, kind of no, went up a, on a curve. It's in rough shape. Yeah. And I think Simalu has made it to the blaster. Yes. And I think he's got him prop, himself propped up. Yeah. I think he's a better shot than most stormtroopers. Yeah. And I think he opens fire. Yes. And it smacks up against the back of Zach's. He has a little vest, which in the back is not necessarily protected, but he, okay. he hits it just boom, boom. Maybe grazes an arm. He grazes it. He hits. Okay, so Sim spins it's like not a, a fatal top two. shot. All right. Yeah. So Sim yeah. spins like a top two, and yeah. uh, he, he, he collapses on on the yes. landing pad. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's got. He's still got one stick left. Yes. It's a, It's very far away. Yeah. But he could try to throw it. Oh, definitely. Does he throw it, Sim? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, Zach. Zach throw it. Oh, oh, from, yes, from the from the ship. Yes, he throws that other, other other landing stick. And does it does it hit Sim? It hits Sim with th- th- such a disgusting thud. <laughs> it is not just bone breaking. It's like skin squishing. Okay. It's it's like if you hit the side of a of a chicken not yet cooked. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like an uncooked chicken McNugget. Sickening okay, sound. Sickening, sickening. Yeah. Okay, so he assumes, I'm good. I heard yeah. that sound. That yeah. it, it echoed off of the hill, the frozen yeah. hills of Ilum. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I think, uh, I think the Zach's Landrider and Peel Ground Crew scampers up yeah, the landing in, pad. gets into the ship. He gets in the ship. I think he actually, he hits the button. I think he takes off. I think he thinks, I have made it. Yeah. But a couple moments go by. A couple moments go by. And the shadow falls across the control panel. Oh, no. And Similu yeah. has made it onto the ship oh, as well. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. Almost so, with some weird force-like abilities. Maybe? He doesn't know? I mean, I mean he, it wasn't that far. It wasn't and he's, that far, but... Similu was good at yeah. sliding across the ice, so maybe he just slid up. Yeah. Who knows exactly what happened and there? He's but not Sim- in great shape. He's bleeding from one one, one nostril. Oh his yeah, eyes he's, purple or even more purple. But as happens yeah. many times on databank, yeah. brawl, we, we find out that you know the the injury theory is mm-hmm. strong and even yeah. stronger in someone who right. feels the dark side. Right, pain is power. Pain is power. Right. So uh, now, uh, Similu has been hit by two. Ground control yeah. landing sticks, yeah. beacons of hope. He has them both. Yeah. And a blaster. Yeah. He's strapped. Yeah. Um, but the ship is flying away. The ship is Zach's taking off from the control. <laughs> Sim re- lunges, lunges at Zax. And now they're, t- and Zax has to pull off the controls and is like, Fighting him, it's a slap fight, it's a choke fight, it's just, it's just, it's a worst schoolyard fight you've ever seen. And they're fighting for control now. Right. And that's when you start hearing beep, 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 alarms are going off, the ship is, is not in great shape to begin no. with, and it starts careening down. Okay, so it's yeah. going down. Yeah. Uh, Zach says, uh, his, his eye, uh, hole. Yeah. Has been opened in his, his shield. Visor. Yeah. His visor has been opened. That's the more technical term for eye, eye hole. hole. Eye hole. Yeah. Visor. So his visor slash eye hole is up. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. And I like that they're grappling. Yeah. Neither are particularly strong. Probably Zach's is a little stronger. Right. So maybe he's he's trying to get a, 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 a handle on Sim Alu, yeah. but there's just there's so much robe. Every time he thinks he's got <laughs> some of his little brittle bones, yeah. it's just more robe. Yeah. And now, oh, and now the visor open, and, and Sim has got a, a oh, yeah. gross little uh, pale thumb in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trying to get a thumb say. in the eye. It's oh, yeah. this is this is awful. Yeah. Uh, but Zax is a trained Imperial ground crew, and he knows what that alarm means. He's like they're heading for. Uh, the far distant hills of yeah. Elam, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna explode and crash, right? Absolutely. So Zax has a choice now, really, to let go of the fight mm-hmm. and save them both. Yeah. Or m- try to kill Sim and maybe die. 
think this right. is maybe a good pausing point for our decision yeah. about like who should win. I I really have a special place in my heart for Zach's um, land rider. I think he's a good guy who just got caught up in something he didn't know what was going on. He's kind of like Bodie Rook, just doing a job. Yeah, misused by he he didn't approve of all the empire's actions, but he had something. He just felt he had no other option. He's a government worker doing yeah. a functional job. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. He's like I've never shot a rebel. I've never. I've never. I barely. I. Only got this gun strapped to me when I got to Ilum because no one else was around to care. Um, and uh, I think I think he deserves to win. I don't know if I don't know if he will. I don't know. Okay, but you think he deserves to win? He deserves to win. Okay, the man who's been advising Palpatine for all these years doesn't deserve to win. No, and I feel the same way. I feel like uh, like Simalu and Janus are both their 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 limbs. Off of a, a body that is already dead, yeah. right? They don't have any purpose. No one's really going to mm-hmm. listen to them. Uh, so I think uh, yeah, all Sim really has to live for is his hopes and his mm-hmm. hat. Right. And his hat has been insulted and violated twice today. Mm-hmm. So maybe Sim doesn't really, I mean, he, he, he's in pain, but he doesn't have the real, the fight to live yeah. the way that Zack Slandrider does. Right. So I think Zack Slandrider, mm-hmm. uh, I think he keeps flying towards those hills. Yes. And I think that he hits the button to open the, 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 the door. The landing the, pad. The landing Land, door. Yeah, the landing pad. Yeah. And now it's just a matter of, I need to throw him out. Yes. Yeah. So how, does he manage to do it? How does he do it? I I think they start struggling, and they fight, fight, and they're fighting again, and they're hanging hanging towards the end of the the door winds whipping around yeah. it's a lot of stuff um and uh I, I i it's one of those things like in a movie like a bond movie you know like he's pushing um sim over the edge and yeah. sim's hands are kind of dangling um and uh i i i think i i, I want to say that the ship crashes into the mountain oh really and they both just... And they both die. Okay. I just... I, I have a trouble doing that. No, no. I think Zax needs to live. I yeah. think the ship is coming close, so close to those mountains. Yeah. He is, he is almost... Right. ...willing to just accept yeah. that he's going to die. He's going to die. I think Sim has one claw-like hand just barely holding on to the yeah. landing gear. Yeah. Uh, and Zax is in a lot of pain. He, he's got a he, scratch on his cornea. Right. Uh, he's got a broken coccyx. He's yeah. got a burn mark on his back. He, he, right. he was shot. He's in horrible pain. And with his other hand, Similu is whacking Zax Landrider, Imperial Ground Crew, with his own stick. Right. And I think there's just this brief moment of peace mm. where Zax sees... That his stick is not just a battering weapon, it is truly a beacon of hope. Mm, yeah. And it inspires him in that moment. Like, that stick itself is telling him, yeah. here's what to do, yeah. here's how you can land. And I think he waits just the right moment, yeah. and I think he jumps out of the way, and in one of sw- Sim's wild swings, Sim hits himself with that landing stick. Yeah. Right in the face and sends himself flying out of the ship. Oh, no. J- he just, he tumbles to the snow. There's no way, no way he could survive. My heart. Yeah, just a broken, spindly little mess. Right. And with just mm-hmm. milliseconds to spare, Zax yeah. jumps to the control panel in the, the bottom of the shuttle, yeah. scrapes against the hill. There are sparks and sparks and sparks. Yeah. yeah. It is practically burning yeah. as he launches into hyperspace and an unknown future. Um, yeah, but as, as we fade to black, when we fade up. We fade up. Some 30 years later. 30 years later. On the planet Dakar, the secret resistance base. <laughs> there is uh, a lot of people getting some new X wings ready. Yep. There's a, a pending problem coming. Uh, there's something about that first order, man. We got to believe General Leia. Let's get those ships ready. Yeah. And the senior director of resistance ground crews is a man named Zax Landrider. You see, he jumped to hyperspace and found his way around the galaxy yeah. looking for a purpose. 
and he he ran into um, some early early resistance fighters. Nice. Uh, they hadn't even really formed. They were part of you know Senator Leia, really still at that time, yeah. or Princess Leia, I should say. They're friends of friends of friends, you know. Yeah. And one of them knew Wedge, and uh, Wedge said, you know, hey, if things get tough, we always need new good new ground crew. <laughs> so he he joined the Republic, got a job. Yeah. Always kept close. And when the time came, and the call for resistance came, Zach's. Sex Landrider answered that call. That's and right. Worked his way up the resistance and is the senior director of ground crew operations. Yep. He said, That is my motto. Yeah. I can bring you home. <laughs> the the Zach Landrider motto. Yeah. I can bring you home. Yeah. And I hope <laughs> he gets a Marvel short run comic series. <laughs> Me too. Another amazingly vicious and strange battle here on Data Bank Brawl. As Always, if there are characters that you would like to see fight, please do uh, tweet us at 4CenterPod. Use the hashtag databankbrawl so we can find the characters and let us know who you would like to fight. Let us know if you'd like to see eras mashed up like this. Let us know if you'd like to see people from the same place in the same time throw down. Just let us know what you'd like to see, and we will definitely, definitely read that and take that into account. Ken, where can people, if they're following those beacons of hope on the internet, where can they be directed to follow? You uh, follow me at Kednapsuck across all social media platforms. You can see what I do at Collider. You can see what I uh, do other places like Schmozno and also on my own podcast, The Napsuck Files, which is available on iTunes, Podomatic, and Stitcher. Awesome. And you guys can uh, find me on all the social medias at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can go to my website to check out uh, live shows, other mm-hmm. podcasts like my podcast, Obsessed. I have a couple of comedy albums. You can find all of that on josephscrimshaw.com. You can like Force Center on Facebook and follow us on Twitter is at Force Center Pod. And until next time, as Luke Skywalker once said, while well, no one was really listening to him, I care. That's it for Databank Brawl. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.